Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Alright, new intro, new uh, new new addition in there, the G unit, that's y'all, that's the fans, we appreciate the heck out of you guys. Um, I'm Tommy, he's seven, Maddie P is here, and we are ready to rock. This is Gap to Gap, this is episode number 38, the Kurt Schilling episode. Uh, and also can't think of other anybody else that wears number thirty-eight. Uh, Chase Wright from two thousand six or seven for the Yankees. He gave up the four consecutive home runs at Fenway Park. Did you say Chase Rice? Chase Wright. Oh, Chase Wright. Andrew. I thought you said Chase Rice. I'm like that is the country singer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, mine's on the gutter already. We haven't even started. <laughs> Robbie Ray. Uh, yeah, Robbie Ray. Um. Let's see who else is worn 33. Um, 30, Larry Bird. <laughs> You're thinking 38. Did I say 33? Yeah. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Dick Barnett or Dick Barrett. Dick Barrett of the Chicago Cubs in 1943. Okay. Um, Matt Belisle. <laughs> Ooh, I like Matt Belisle. Oh, Yogi Berra. How about it? In 1946, wore number 38 before switching to number 8. Hmm. I didn't know that either. So that's. Uh... Oh, how could one forget uh, the man who famously was on the Hall of Fame ballot sent out to writers, uh, but did not receive a single vote? Former Cleveland Indian Casey Blake. Oh, that's right, Casey Blake. Household name Casey Blake. <laughs> Household name Casey Blake. Uh, let's see. Chris Britton. That's a Yankee. Yeah. That's a good point. He's the Yankee. Bill Buckner. Yep, the Bill Buckner in 1969. Also, Billy Buckner in 2007. Also, nice for 1969. Fair. All right, Cameron let's Nader. get off number. Let's get off number 38. Clearly, uh, <laughs> Kurt Schilling, the best 38 to ever wear it. Love um, it. And this is episode again. I just said that episode 38. Uh, Tommy Seven and Matt were all here. Uh, the Astros got their GM, James Click taking over uh after sign stealing gate um i don't know much about click do you guys i'll start with you seven do you know anything about this guy so it's uh kind of a similar hiring for the astros that the red sox did with bloom uh click has been with the rays for the greater part of 10 years i believe but first gm job that he's had um obviously the circumstances for him coming to houston are a lot different than bloom going to boston because at the time bloom was just taking over for dombrowski it was kind of cut and dry this signing for the Astros, though, and this is where I think it's kind of weird because the Astros should be an attractive job for most, and it's also a job that shouldn't even be available. But because of sign gate and the stealing and everything else, 
um, the job has become available. But Click, I think, is on a pretty short leash. And the reason I say that is because he's inheriting, for the most part, the same team that was around last year, minus a couple guys like Garrett Cole being one. But if they don't win anything in the next, you know, let's say two, three years, I feel like Click might just be let go because this isn't a situation for most GMs where they come in and they're supposed to rebuild something because the team underachieved before. No, like this team had the best record in baseball last year. Um, they're looking to just fill a position for all intents and purposes. So if Click comes in and doesn't do what he has to do in the next, I think the window is very short, in the next three years at least, uh, it, it might just be over for him. So this is... And we talked about it a few weeks ago. I feel like this is the most undesirable job that was there, uh, the Astros GM, because you're expected to architect a perennial winner now, and you have to do a clean. And from what we know now about the Astros, we, we have to see if that's actually possible. Matty P., what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you could look at it both ways. Um, you could look at it like he has to go there and he, and he has to win. Uh, but at the same time hope you know he could put all this you know sign gate behind behind him as dusty baker has to do and start brand new start fresh yeah he's the gm he's taking over a good team um so i mean they're expected to win um so yeah you're right it is a lot of pressure but at the same time you could look at it like well it is an attractive job because it's a brand new start for everyone involved right so i mean I don't know. I'm okay with it. He was good with the Rays. You know, obviously worked his way up. I think they got him, or he came to the team in like 06, so um, like seven, seven, a little over 10 years. And, you know, he's part of a great uh, a great team with the Rays. Um, as you see, a lot of their coaches or a lot of their staff uh, have been leaving to go to other jobs around the league, which means they are uh, respected. Um, so uh, I like it. I'm okay with it. It is kind of a fill the position last minute kind of hiring. Um, but you know, not, not a bad guy to go and get. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm viewing it. I'm, I'm combining both your guys' takes. It seems like a, a good guy to go get from what I've read. I don't know too, too much about him. Um, a good guy to go get for this position. But if, uh, he doesn't, I, I think a world series in three years has got, is going to be their, their, their bar. And if he doesn't meet that, then, then smell you later. Um, uh, we haven't had to meet the Mets in a while and now we got one, uh, the Wilpons, <laughs> after it looked so, so good for them to be out as managers, uh, might might not uh, be in, in the same you know water anymore. Steve Cohen, his bid, in, in the words of the New York Post, billionaire Steve Cohen's bid to buy the Mets is on life support. And again, <laughs> according to the New York Post, he could be backing out of the deal because of the fact, as we discussed on an earlier pod, I can't remember exactly which one, but um, he said the, the the deal was contingent of a five-year plan for the Wilpons to phase themselves out. Mm-hmm. Cohen reportedly hates that and wants him gone now, wants to get the Wilpons out of here, and I think the Mets fans would agree with that, and we'll let Maddie P talk about this, the state of Mets fans in a moment, but... Man, <laughs> our resident Mets fan, our resident Mets fan, but man, how frustrating does it got to be if you are a Mets fan 
to 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 watch. You know, you look like you're finally gonna get this guy out, and now, uh oh, it it might be falling through. Uh, but Maddie P, talk us through this, being the diehard Mets fan that you are. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I'll you be can't honest. even fucking speak I, I know it's like it's a funny joke and i love it but i really have no idea <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> like it's tough for me to answer that um sorry i, mean, I fucking look, asked look, that's <laughs> as a mets fan they've we, you know trying to get rid of the will ponds forever right so you gotta kind of have that sense or that feeling we might be close to it if it's five years, that's encouraging. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think Cohen shouldn't get cold feet. If You know, negotiate that. Maybe two years, two and a half. You know, bring it down a bit. But look, it's not the end of the world. It's not that long of a time. We, we've dealt with it for so long now. Um, you know, it's encouraging. That's how I'm looking at it. All right. Seven. Thoughts? I don't know how I would use encouraging. I think this is... <laughs> Quite the opposite right now. The news is true where Cohen is backing out because, I mean, the whole thing was contingent on, on the Wilp. And that was news prior to that the whole thing was going to be contingent on the Wilpon stepping aside after five years. And I felt like Cohen probably knew that as well. Um, I just, I see parallels to this with the hypothetical Dolan trade of the Knicks or the sell of the Knicks. Um, these guys just like the Wilpons are, are very similar in that vein where they just don't want to not be involved. And with the Wilpons, you could argue that the Wilpons are at least putting competitive product out on the field, but it's definitely time to make a change. And they're not good for the team, they're not good for baseball. I think Cohen has the funds to make this team exciting again. And the fact that this contingency is not. In his favor, I, I think that's less encouraging because now prospective buyers that might look at this team as a gold mine are probably shying away just considering Cohen's his net worth and everything he carries with him, uh, who was at the finish line to buy the team. Uh, if you're a prospective buyer now trying to pounce on this, do you have to be kind of wary thinking, am I really going to have this team that I'm buying today or am I going to have a shit heap? after five years when everyone's signed elsewhere and I'm building something from the ground up. Think about that in an actual like work scenario. Like I get hired as a, as a restaurant manager, but don't worry. The old restaurant manager is still going to stay on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like politics though. Like when you sign a bill, uh, it's oh, we just signed this great bill. It's going to do X, Y, and Z, but we have to wait until three years from now for it to go into effect. That's essentially what the sell of this or the sale of this team is going to look like. Yeah, yeah, it's a better way of putting it than my restaurant management. Well, I like the restaurant but, management because I think of a McDonald's that's just, you know, going under and they finally Met- sell it and they're not going to do it. A McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just sitting in there and the and Bruno Mars is playing over the speakers. You're sitting there with your Big Mac, just like what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Uh, I don't know. I, I I would love to see Cohen, like like you were saying, Maddie P, kind of back back them down and negotiate into a a much more fair deal. Um, I mean, that's you know, all deals are negotiable. Come on now, don't just start crying about it and you know go home with yeah. your ball. You know. Yep. I mean, talk about it. Make it work. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. 
All right, uh, moving on. The big news that dropped literally as we were sitting here pre-recording, and I can't believe that I've buried the lead until 10 minutes into this podcast, 11 minutes into this podcast. Mookie Betts, David Price, gone from Boston. They can no longer smock pack the Sonatas. <laughs> and now they're headed to, to L.A. for Alex Verdugo and question mark and allegedly cash. Ken Rosenthal literally just broke the news with Jeff Passan, and I believe Alex Spear Spire was the other one that I saw thrown around on there. And boy, oh boy, what a move. It's something that we were thinking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to edit that out. It's something we were thinking about. Um, oh, and also according to Ken Rosenthal, Jock Peterson would move from the Dodgers to the Angels if this trade gets completed. Ooh, a little three-team swing. All right, a little right. three-team swing. We're swinging. Wow. Oh, hold on a second. This thing is developing as we're moving. Oh, wow. Breaking David, news. David Price would allegedly go to the Angels. Okay. Jock Peterson would go to the Angels. Verdugo would go to the Red Sox, and Betts would go to the Dodgers. So that changes just about everything for my instant reaction. Now I that that's developing, is missing still. What's um, that? What's that, Matty P? I hope there's still names to go to Boston. Yeah, uh, you said that changes your instant reaction. Walk me through it, Seven. So my instant reaction when I saw that the deal, or I, I don't want to say it was breaking because obviously it's still materializing but when it first came out on twitter the talking heads were saying this was going to be a two-team deal between the dodgers and red sox dodgers would receive mookie Betts and price and would get back for dugo that was the only name that we saw going back to the red sox however Stephen a smith if in fact jock peterson is involved and david price are both going to the angels now to make it a three-team swing you would have to imagine that the Red Sox are receiving a little bit more than just Verdugo. When I, when I say a little bit, I mean an upper echelon prospect along with Verdugo. Because when you lock it into the two-team deal, the whole reason Price is involved is just to relieve payroll. And everyone knows that. And it's not, it's not to say that Price isn't a good pitcher, because I think he is in the right situation. I don't think he was good for Boston. But, again, that's kind of bias coming from a Yankees fan. However, with Price going to L.A. for the Angels and Peterson going there, you would think that the other moving parts would give the Red Sox a better return because if they're loading salary off on the Angels, the Dodgers would then not be incentivized, but I guess expected to make a better offer to the Red Sox in addition to Verdugo. So I think with Price going to the Angels is a better fit for him personally because the Angels are still looking for that quote-unquote ace to lead their staff. Right now, they have Otani penciled in probably as their number one and a couple other guys that make up a bunch of threes. So if you can get Price to lead that rotation in that division, I think it's a lot better than Price going to the Dodgers where he'd probably be a five and who's to say it would even work out. 
I think this is actually better for all teams involved that this is how it's actually happening. There is so much info going around right now. Now it's rumored that that Angels trade that I just mentioned is a separate deal. Okay. And the, the Twins are the third team involved Oof. in the Red Sox-Dodgers, and it has Dustin May going to Minnesota. Wow. Okay, now my whole reaction. Maddie, walk me through your reaction now because this changes <laughs> fucking everything again. Well, he is, I mean, I, I, I don't know. All I know is we're getting Verdugo, so, I mean, I don't really have that much of a reaction yet. But, I mean, look, Mookie and Price, first of all, Mookie, he had to go, right? We offered him so much money, and he didn't want it. Um, so it was either trade him or lose him. I'd rather trade him now than later, so let him go. Okay, I'm okay with that. Now, Price also, I mean, he was taking up too much money. He's not that good anymore. He's in the later half of his career. Um, so I, I let him go. Awesome. I'm cool with that. we got to rebuild the rotation. You brought in Bloom. You're going to rebuild your minor league system. We're a work in progress, right? Verdugo is a good start. I'm okay with that. But there's got to be more to this, you know, puzzle that, that I'm not seeing yet. So reaction okay i'm cool with verdugo but i need more i need to see more so i'm hoping i I would have wanted may in addition to verdugo there is so much false information being thrown around by all these blue check marks on twitter well haven't heard that before i'm just i I, now i'm sorry to keep changing it is just pure chaos so if you're listening after this shit's been sorted out which obviously you are um this is unbelievable because now it's saying that Dustin May is not involved, but it's Jock Peterson going to the Twins. And, I mean, this is – there's too many blue check marks, not enough consistent information. That's all I'm seeing right now. So maybe we just take a 10-minute break and we just figure out what the fuck is going on. Oh, you're, no. you want to see a funny sad real quick? Uh, Matt, this is kind of aimed at you. So yeah. – the Red Sox trading Mookie Betts. He has a 42 war from 2014 to 2019. And a hundred years ago, Babe Ruth had a 40 war from 1914 to 1919. Are we looking at another 86 year curse? Fingers crossed, please. Please, please, please. (laughs) I'm just saying, numbers sometimes don't lie. That means that in 26 years, the Indians are going to win a world championship. Oh, see? Look at you, the mathematician. I'm just looking at it that the Red Sox won't win. But see, we're looking at silver linings here. and We're just trying to repeat history. We're just and trying to repeat history here, yeah. All right. Um, I propose that we bring back the Elimination Chamber and we discuss this while we wait for the details of Kent Mookie to be ironed to out. Yeah, Kenton Maeda was an, another name I saw thrown around. I'm done reporting stuff until it until the paperwork's filed. So you guys can feel free to break break the stuff that you're seeing here. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> this is not fun. I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> I love it. All right. In the meantime, let's bring back the elim- elimination chamber. We'll report and react to new move the Nuki the Nuki the Nuki Mets deal. Um, <laughs> the Mookie Mets deal when. Uh, we get out of the chamber, but right now, today, MLB dropped the batting practice and spring training caps for the entire league, and as fans do, there was some reaction to them. 
we're going to knock them out one by one as we've done. Uh, it's been a while. We've had a very busy um, a very busy off season. So, you know, this was something we anticipated doing every week. This is only our, our fourth one, really? I think it's our yeah, no, you're right. It's our fourth. But again, we anticipated doing this a lot more often. But then the Astros had the Chiefs, so <laughs> I, I, I wish we could have kept up with it. But some things are bigger than elimination chambers. So now we circle back. Let's play it. Um, I don't remember who we left off at, so I will go first. I do remember the, the order we would manipulate it. However, it was, but it was me seven Matt, and it would just depend who started. So. Uh, let's stick with that, and I'll start it off. I will knock out my least favorite, and that would be the San Diego Padres because it is a hot, hot mess. I kind of like the, the Padres one. I mean, the, the the overwhelming theme with all of these logos, or with all these hats, I'm sorry, is it is the secondary logo superimposed into the background of the primary logo. Actually, you know what? On second thought, I'm I'm right there with you, Tommy, because it looks like he's just holding his erection up to the sky. Like that doesn't look like a bat. I didn't go there, but I see how you got it. Well, I'm thinking. I just think. I just think. And the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the SD in the middle of Friar Fred here yeah, is way too, way too, oh my goodness, it's way too much. So the Padres are first out of the, out of the gate. Uh, I will turn to you next. Seven. Um, my, my least favorite is the Orioles for multiple reasons, but, uh, reason one, and I'm just going to say this, this might, don't do up. it. I'm, I'm going to say it because that's what my instant reaction was. It looks like the design was made by a kid who made his Make-A-Wish to design the Orioles logo. There is a fucking head attached to <laughs> legs and feet and a bat coming out of his eye socket. So I am just I'm floored that this made it to print, let alone a hat, that people are going to fucking wear at the major league level. Like, this looks like something that complete the picture didn't quite get right. Like when you and your friends are just in class passing the time and you all draw something and you have to complete it and then the end result is like a Picasso-esque work of art. This isn't a work of art. This is hot garbage and I can't believe that people who are getting paid millions of dollars are going to be forced to wear this fucking thing. Counterpoint. I think the, the, the Orioles, their hat does the best job of almost any of the hats of you can cl- very clearly see the secondary logo in the the primary logo. Can you though? Because the secondary logo is not that. I, the, sec- the secondary logo is what's on the side. So if it's if it's the bird swinging the bat, that's well, that's a good not really though. Do. See, like if you look yeah, I I can see your point here. Yeah. All right, it's it's gone. It's gone from the list. Next one is Matty P. What do you got? Um. <laughs> that's a bash fest. Uh, the Orioles—that's the most time we'll spend on the Orioles all year. Yeah, you're not—you're not wrong. Um, probably go with the Brewers just because it's too white. I don't know. It's like too. That's, that's racist. That's racist. No, you know what I mean. It's like there is it, there, and and it sucks because that Brewers logo is probably one of the best in sports. And I, agreed. Then you add this 
wheat baseball and it ruins it. Yeah, this they, that one got ruined, in my opinion. Yeah, so I'm with you there. Uh, no, no disagreement. Um, next for me, I am going to go with. Hmm, I'm gonna go with the Marlins because uh, it looks it looks too much like their regular hat. Like you I can't. I was gonna say, there's nothing there. Yeah, it's the nothing special. What's that? The colors are electric. The colors, the colors are, are electric. The colors are great, but also counterpoint. The Marlins, they've had like a new logo every three years for the last fifteen years. So who's to say, right? Who's to say? Yeah, I mean, we don't really know. So fair. You're up. Uh, I gotta say the Yankees. That that's a that's a fucking horrendous take on that logo. There should be nothing but a white NY, and they should be shamed for putting that to mass market. So, I, I think the general like consent... What's that? I actually like that one. I would say the Yankees, I think, is one of the better ones. I don't think it deserves to be done out... What was the, that? It, seventh or eighth? Whatever that would be. Um, but, I think just the general consensus with all these hats is there's just too much going on. Maddie likes the Yankees because it's not too white, but during... Black History Month, that would make a lot of sense, right? Yikes. Um, <laughs> Maddie, it's your pick. <laughs> I'm just going to power right by that. That's definitely not going there. Um, shit. I'm going to say the Royals. The Royals? I can That's see. what I like. I just don't even like see their logo there. I like the, the crown hint of is, gold, though. But the crown is not defined enough, and, that, and I totally understand where you're coming yeah. from. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna go the White Sox. I think Ooh. they they could have picked one way or the other, and they tried to do both at the same time, and it didn't work. I like that one. I'm okay with the White Sox one. The uh, socks the socks is off center, and it is messing with my brain. Yeah, but where else could you put it though? Because you have to be able to illustrate the socks, and that's... I understand that. But right. but again, the the theme of all these is there's way too much going on, and and now. I, I didn't really care that much about it being off center, but now that I said it out loud, I can't unsee it, and it's messing with me, and I gotta scroll it off my screen. All right, that's fair enough. Um, I I gotta say the Astros probably takes the next one for me. Yep. Um, I was I was afraid to say the Astros because I thought you got, I was gonna get attacked for it. No, no. I mean, hey, listen, they're uh, they're the most unlikable team right now, and that's not why I took them. I just took them because they didn't incorporate enough from the secondary logo into it like the color gradient changes whatever but like all it looks like is just something from powerpoint that you made in middle school for the age i'll give you wow you went you went in uh shit what was it called it was like file choose color it was like edit choose color scheme and it was like astros or sunset or some shit yeah that looks like sunset on slide one to introduce yourself (laughs) and why you're going to be talking about ricky ticky tavi the fucking book that you learned to read in seventh grade so get get that the fuck out of here wow like the color scheme but i agree with you they should have incorporated the little star in there somehow they could have had multiple opportunities or an asterisk who knows that was an a plus explanation i don't even care (laughs) uh maddie p you're up um, I'm gonna go with the twins. Just I don't love. Ooh, the I like the twins. I like yeah, the I like state. the twins a lot. 
I don't like the state outline as as their logo. I don't know why. It's just, Minnesota. If I would if I lived in Minnesota, whether I was a Twins fan or not, I would buy that hat. Coming from an actual twin, yeah, I, I might fucking wear that hat. <laughs> Speaking yeah. as a twin. Speaking as a twin, not a fan of the club, but might wear that. All right, for me next is the Angels. Um, like you guys have heard the saying, a hat on a hat. Well, they put a, their logo in the logo. Like it's literally like an echo of the logo. Like it's not even like a secondary mark. It's like the same mark inside the original mark. Yeah, I can see that. It's but... like fucking weird. Like get it out, get it out of my face. I can totally agree with that, and I'm probably gonna jumping off that. I'm gonna take the Mariners because it's this. Oh, wrong thing. pick. It's the same exact thing. It's, it's it's such a good hat, though. It is a dope hat. But it's the same fucking thing. It's literally the compass in the M, and I can't even tell it's a compass. I just see a baseball in the M. But if you look at the actual, like, the, the thing on the side, the the primary mark is the base, or is the M with the compass, and the secondary mark is the baseball with the compass. So you took the, the base of two things, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe you're underthinking it. Either way, it's off the list. I'm probably underthinking it because I'm not very smart to begin with, but just <laughs> the naked eye looking at it, I'm like, there's not much going on here. Speaking as a twin. Speaking as a twin. Speaking as a mariner. As someone who's been on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> also have been on a boat and fucking hate that hat. <laughs> <laughs> Matty P, you're up. Um, I'm going to take the Dodgers because it pretty much just says Dodgers Yeah. behind their logo. It's very similar to the Yankees hat that got knocked out very early. I can see that. Um, next for me is the Pirates. Uh, I don't like this hat at all. I really don't, this hat's just so nothing to me. It's just like, it's a black, yeah. And like, I'm a fan of that Pirate, but you can't really see him there. Yeah, Exactly. Johnny Depp would be offended if he saw this. What is the name? Is the Pirates logo just called, is it the Jolly Roger? Or, I think it's Jolly the, Roger. Sounds like a fast food place. It does. And you're thinking of Long John Silver's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the fast food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Pittsburgh Pirates pirate name. <laughs> Actually, it looks like the one-eyed Jack on that hat. You see him? He's got his one eye. Yeah. I'll there. show that fucking hat, my one-eyed sea monster. Oh, and that's, that's next. Um, uh, so next, I'm going to take the Cardinals for the same reason I took the Mariners. It's literally the logo echoed into the fucking logo. And I just don't like this Inception bullshit that they were doing with these logos. It's fair. It's fair. I really don't have anything to say on it. I already said my piece with the Mariners. Um, but yeah, this Cardinals hat, I think it's one of the better ones in the league. There's too much red in this hat, though. Red is also the... So, fun fact, red is the hardest color to decipher between other colors against it. So, did they really know what they were doing when they made this hat? I would argue not. Interesting. You, you learn something new every day. I would yeah. not have known that. All right, um, next is Maddie P. I'm going to take out the Mets. Wow, that's got to hurt, huh? Yeah. Taking out your man. own team like that. I mean, you know. My heart sunk for a second, but I'm back to normal now. <laughs> I think I think this one is the best hat in terms of take away the logo and what does the hat look like. 
but the logo is a enough. fair point. Take away the logo. What's it look like? But this hat, the logo's shitty enough to, to justify you taking away the Mets here, and I, I'm agreeing with it. I just had a huge Wendy Williams moment. I don't know if you heard that. I just farted, and I could hear it through my mic, so don't edit that out. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back for it. I, dude, it's... Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, drop a poison gas grenade. I did. Holy shit. All right, next for me, eyebrow stuff here from the breakdown. The Nationals is the next one for me. Uh, I, it's just, I, this is this one is the best take away the logo and what's the hat look like, and this yeah. is the best one of that. But the logo is not prominent enough. Like, the secondary logo in the primary logo is not prominent enough to justify me keeping this hat around. It's too pinwheel looking, too, with the white red. Yeah. Yep, you know? I agree with you there. I like Matty that. P, or I'm sorry, seven, you're up. Uh, I'm going to take the Red Sox, and yeah, completely biased, but I'm looking at it, and this fucking B is pissing me off because it looks like Helen Keller colored inside the lines. There's like this weird blank white spot at the top and the bottom, and I fucking hate it. Yeah, I see that. I'm okay with that, too. I'm surprised they lasted that long. Um, Yeah, that's a that's a good pick right there. Uh, Matty P. Um, I'm going to go with the Reds, which... I'm a huge fan of the Reds, uh, whatever his name is. That Mr. Redleg? Yeah, I love Mr. Redleg. There's a whole family You can't really there. see him there. With, like, the way that their C is, it's like... He's, like, creeping around it. <laughs> it's very odd and uncomfortable. It looks like those, like, the, the shitty drawings of those, like, triggered memes. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the probably the best description I've heard of That's any the of these best critiques. Way you, yeah, because... the best way you can put it. That is good for Mimi culture, so I'm <laughs> so on board with that. Um, next, I'm knocking out the Cubs, um, and, and I'm surprised it lasted this long with me. Bastard, I because, that one. Because it's got the big C for the Cubs, and then it also spells out Cubs, so it's the C-Cubs. Um, <laughs> and it's really, it's really bothering me. Again, I've, I've been critiquing these things, and I've... And as I critique them, it's pissed me off more than the actual critique. That's uh, listen. That's fair because I'm the more I look at these things, I fucking hate every one of them. Um, but the, I think I the next it. one for me has to be the Rangers. And I know hmm. they're, they're trying to show the Texas flag, but all you get is one side red and one side blue at the very top. It's the same feeling I got with the Red Sox. It's like someone didn't do their job on the other parts of that letter. And I just don't like it. Okay, I can definitely see that. All right, before you go, Maddie P, I want to reset the deck here. Uh, our top ten in the league, we have A's, Tigers, Indians, Rays, Jays, Phillies, Braves, Giants, Rockies, and Diamondbacks left on the board. Go ahead, Maddie P. I'm going to take out the Indians. Smart. Um, I'm surprised. That was going to be my next pick. Yeah, uh, it's kind of just plain, pretty plain and... It, I think it looks so bad. I it hate this hat. I hate this hat, and it was it was just hard for me to knock out my own team. That's why I didn't do it. Fair enough. All right, so that one's gone. That brings it to me, and this is where it's getting tough because I think all these hats look pretty good at this point. I don't have any that I dislike still on the board. Are you guys in that boat, or? Yeah, There's one in particular that I'm looking at that I could definitely get rid of. If you don't take it. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb 
and say that that hat is the Philadelphia Phillies. Yep, fucking egg, dude. Okay, uh, so I don't like this Phillies hat. I love the Liberty Bell shape. I actually, I was talking to you guys, I just bought a hat similar to this for $3 the other day. Steal of a lifetime. Um, but the fact that it just says Phil in the Liberty Bell. Thank you. That's my whole thing. Yeah. It's like, if like, your name is Phil, this is your hat, and you should wear that every day of your life. But if not, it just fucking sucks. If your name is yeah. Phil, this is your uniform now. Yeah, like that's you your life. You just sold 10 hats to Phil's that are listening right now. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, sorry to, to do you like that, but you're up now. I know. Now i got to scramble. But I think just from what I saw first that I didn't really love, and I could probably get rid of it. I'm gonna. I, I, you're probably going to hate this, but I don't like the Rockies. Like I, just mm, don't, I, I, don't I like agree them. with it. Um, their colors are... Purple, black, and white, and there's no purple in there. It's I, I get what they're doing. I just don't like it. So I understand the logic behind it. Like you, like you're the Colorado Rockies. You want the Colorado flag in it. But like you guys said, you don't have your team colors in it, and and that kind of throws things off when well, you don't include your color scheme whatsoever. Especially the when they wear this thing pregame. Yeah. And, and they're gonna be wearing their purple jerseys with a black, yellow, and fucking blue and white and red hat. Well, that's the thing, was too. That, it's like if that was colors. the case, then the Orioles should have had that obnoxious Maryland State flag in theirs, and they don't. I would have loved that. Honestly, that that hat would still be on the that board. That might me. have brought it to I, – I still would have eliminated it because it made no sense, but that would have brought it from me eliminating it so early because the Orioles logo is just fucking horrendous. But I just – I don't like the Rockies just because it looks so out of place can, compared to what they're going to be wearing with it on. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Matty P. Isn't that their original colors? Is it? No, because they're an expansion team and they always wore purple and... I believe believe you're right. I believe there was a hockey team called the Colorado Rockies that wore uh, that color scheme. The color scheme just looks familiar. I don't know why. The Nuggets have it in their uniforms when they do like their alternates. Which, those right. are sweet, too. The, those yeah, are awesome, but they also... The Nuggets have yellow and blue in their uniforms to begin with, so it looks more natural. Like, this doesn't look natural. The Colorado Rockies were a hockey team from 1977 to 1982. They are the current-day New Jersey Devils. Strong run. That's like a high school relationship right there. They went to college and they forgot. Not mine. <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Giants, San Francisco Giants. Off Giants, I, I don't disagree with that. This is, it's getting late in the game where it's tough to knock these things out. I like this hat. It's a white SF with the bridge. Um, walk me through why you eliminated. Is this just the 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 well, be, the, the worst of the rest, or is there I something mean, you didn't like? No, but yeah, I mean, my personal opinion. I, out of the ones that are left, it's my least favorite. But also, Lucille already won an elimination chamber. <laughs> I was gonna say Lucille already has a fucking crown. We, we can't. It's just there's 30 teams. We can't give the Giants two elimination chambers. You just can't. Do oh, that. that's funny. That's really funny. I like that reasoning a lot. Um. <laughs> So the Giants are out. I am going to knock out. Mm, I'm staying in the NL West for this one. Actually, I just contradicted myself. But because I did, I have to do it. Uh, Diamondbacks are gone. I was between the Diamondbacks and the Braves. Then I said NL West, and I realized that Atlanta's (laughs) not in the West Coast. 
I mean, they're in the NL, so we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We will. But Diamond Diamondbacks, because of the slip of the tongue, is out, and I do. It's a shame because I actually like that hat. The slip of the tongue, just like a snake makes when he breathes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> a little ASMR for for the boys. For the boys. Yeah, like that. All right, top top five is left: A's, Tigers, Rays, Jays, and Braves. All right, I'm gonna get rid of the Rays because. Aside from the color flip, no, well, I mean, I'm doing it. Aside from the color flip, <laughs> um, there's nothing there that, like, signifies anything unique because they can only realistically wear, like, I'm a big matching guy. I like monochromatic uniforms. And the only time this hat works is when they're wearing their powder blue uniforms. So they have a 33% chance of this working out for them on uh, any given date. Counterpoint, it's for spring training. So if their spring training jerseys come out, and they're this color teal. Are you going to walk this take back? No, because I just think they're hideous to begin with. Oh, my God, dude. You are so I... fucking fucked. Like, they're hideous, <laughs> but they're, they're one of the last teams. You, they're the last team you're eliminating, but they're hideous. Come on. I love it. I like these hats a lot. They're I, they, not hideous. These, these would have stayed for me. Every year in spring training, they wear this color blue and white. They do. Um, I think it's dope, dude. I think it's one of the... Probably it would have been my winner, I think, just because the baby blue and the and the yellow, I think it goes well. So, I don't know, seven. I think you're just a little sour for some reason. Oh. <laughs> you're being a salty dog about the race for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, so, Maddie P. We're at four teams left: A's, Tigers, Jays, and Braves. Knock this thing down to three for me. All right. Let's see. Um. Wow, it's tough, dude. Braves. Taking out the Braves. Hang on a second. We lost seven in here. But you you lost the Braves. We, we did lose the Braves as say, well. I'm surprised he didn't say anything. I thought he would have said something. We did lose the Braves as well. So. And when did the Padres uh, get eliminated? Early. Oh, I knocked man. them out. Oh, I, I think that. I actually knocked them out first. I think I was reading Mookie Betts trades while you were eliminating them, and I wasn't paying attention. But I love that one. All right, so uh, as we tend to do on this show, he says all I heard was seven, or was Matt getting big mad? <laughs> Reclick the link and try to rejoin. Are you throwing that music on? Oh, of course. It's already been playing at this point. <laughs> boy, oh boy. We well, are on a great show here. Oh, Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the music off, and I'm going to hit an ad read um, as soon as I look it up on my computer because i am realizing that we are now 41 minutes into the show and haven't hit an ad read yet so it's about that time there he is where's matt he's here right matt's here did we lose matt no i'm here okay hold on a second seven Seven, are you there yeah i'm here can you hear me yes all right there he is all right Patience, it's a virtue. All right, well, we have to um, put the elevator music in for that one because that oh was... yeah. Um, it's we only were me. just saying, we were just saying that we're gonna have to hit. Uh, I have to hit an ad though. So, um, <laughs> it is time to talk about the Ball Street app. Do you love the stock market? Do you love sports? Then you, if, even if you don't love the stock market, you need to check out the Ball Street app. Ball Street allows players to trade live events as they happen in real time. Ball Street trading is a tournament-style prediction market. You start out with. You start out in the market with 100 shares of each team and 1K in virtual currency per team in the market. 
think of it like poker chips and and your starting currency is your starting chair your, your hundred shares or your starting chips and it's up to you to buy and sell during the game to out trade everybody else uh markets for each team will trade from zero to 100 based on the win probability and the outcome for example a team with a price of 72 means the traders in the market think there's a 72 percent chance that that team will win the game as the game progresses the perception of the market will change as more traders think a team is playing well they'll buy shares of that team and the price will go up if the traders think a team is playing poorly they'll sell and push the price down with a real-time market you'll be able to buy and share buy and sell at all times the market is always open and the ball street app has partnered with the breakdown and you can use their referral code breakdown and get trading today it's always free to play but you can win real money download on the apple and google play stores again use your referral code breakdown and dominate the mark the ball street trading app like the wolf of ball street that you are finishing the top 20 percent of the market and you win cash gotta have over 25 bucks to cash out i played it during the super bowl and super fun super fun have you guys hopped on the ball street app yet super bowl it was fun super fun like you said you played it what did you finish in the money or no no maddie p how about you did you play i did play and i did not finish in the money i'm telling you you guys got to check it out today it's super fun uh they are going to open it up for the xfl so uh with that you'll have to jump in use your referral code breakdown uh, we are at our top three now because before seven cut out, Maddie P knocked off the Braves, which puts us to A's, Tigers, and J's. I am going to knock out the Oakland Athletics. Ah, oh, that was gonna be mine. Fuck, that's two times. Sorry, buddy. That's all right. Uh, it's One very time. much. It's it's very similar to the Phil uh, hat, <laughs> but. Only except this one you're going to rock if you're a lumberjack and you have a certain type of wood that you like to cut, and that is oak. Because Maple. No, if, if you like cutting oak, you're not going to wear... If you're like cutting maple, you're not going to wear a hat that says oak. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm thinking of the Jays. For trees. <laughs> trees on, on mind. <laughs> Big tree guy. Big tree guy. All right, so top two. Tigers, Jays, seven. What are you knocking out? I'm going to knock out the Jays. Um, knocking out the Jays. The Tigers is our winner. Explain your reasoning. I, do, I love the Tiger Stripes. I'm, this is the biggest win the Tigers are going to get all year, so let's just give it to them. Um, Agreed. Tiger Stripes fit with the Tigers. They have an orange D when they're away. At, I mean, orange D is probably not good. You should probably go to your doctor if you have an orange D, unless you're an Oompa Loompa. Um, but I like the stripes. I think it's it's very jungle esque, and they are big cats of the jungle. So I'm a big fan of the D. I mean, poof, big fan of that logo. <laughs> Holy shit! Jesus, it's an important episode. You've you've spilled the beans on a lot of things tonight. I have. I've been walking my takes back, but I, I'm. I mean, I gotta walk that one back too. But I like I like the logo. All right, so tigers. I feel like. Both of these teams, both Tigers and Blue Jays, this is a hat that they could wear in-game. Yeah, I mean, the, the Jays more so than the Tigers, I think, just because it matters. Ooh, I think the Tigers could wear it more than the Jays. I think the Tigers need some bangle stripes going down their fucking sleeves or something. Or like, I think we how should about keep that this? as far away from baseball as possible. How about this? Bangle, like, Tiger stripes the whole uniform. Like, they just look like fucking Tigers when they go out there. Like, they're all... Players weekend? Uniforms. Yeah, like... Tigger jumping up and down at second and short, 
when a throw is coming down from home plate for a steal, how distracted would you be? Like, I wouldn't want to steal that bag. I'd be fucking, I'd be so afraid. Bet you they'd play better, though. I mean, they would cut down a lot of stolen bases, in my opinion. Definitely these two hats, though, out of all of them are like, when you look at them, like, all right, Detroit Tigers, that looks like a Tiger. And Toronto Blue Jays, that looks like a fucking Blue Jay. All the others are kind of out there. Yeah, like, you can very clearly see whose hat this is your first look at them. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, now, let's circle on back as we've now taken a half hour of, of time to develop, and we have some some concrete things going on in this trade. Mookie Betts is going to the Dodgers. That much we know. We also know David Price is going to the Dodgers. We also know that Jock Peterson is going to the Angels for infielder Luis Rengifo. Rengifo. And Kenton Maeda is going to the Twins. And Alex Verdugo is going to Boston. Have you guys seen anything else that I haven't? No, I, I've been refreshing Twitter just looking for things, but there's nothing. The Red Sox are getting a, a prospect from the Twins. He's a pitcher. Um, let me look up his name. I, I lost it here. <laughs> Sorry, this I is ju- I, I'm just laughing while you look that up. Trout, Rendon, Otani, Peterson, and Pujols. Angels be like, pitching? Nah, fuck it. We're just going to win 90 games, 23-19. to 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to botch his name here, but Brewstar Gret, Gretarol. All right. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, man, Dodgers coming out big winners in this. I would say so, yeah. For Jock Peterson for Luis Rengifo, and then Mookie for Verdugo. And Maeda. And Maeda. Man, big winners if you ask me. There's a I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. For for starters, and Matt, maybe you agree. This kind of cements the Yankees and Rays to be the top two teams in the AL East. I don't I don't yeah. know other any other way you can look at it. I thought the Red Sox no, if they kept Mookie would have been better than last year, but now that they just lost their best player and one yeah. of their better pitchers. Um, yeah, this is the blue must have a, at least a three year plan ahead of him because I what understand, I understand they had to trade Mookie at, at the point where they offered him the contract and want to sign it. I get that. But the fact that they traded price to get rid of salary, it it's, it signifies to me that the Red Sox are hitting a soft reboot. Yeah, I think that that's very clear. It's it's going to be stronger than a soft reboot. I agree. I mean, I, Benintendi may be uh, another one who we see sooner rather than later. I don't know, but I do agree with the reboot. Shane Bloom, obviously, he builds successful teams over time, um, and this could be the start of that. I don't know what's going to happen during the year, especially if they're losing. They may end up trading a few more bigger names that we're uh, familiar with. Um so I, I think the build around Bogarts, build around maybe Devers, um, and then all the rest, who knows? You know, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, Bloom is patient. He knows it's not going to happen overnight. He's realistic, and I welcome that to the Red Sox uh, as we're reaching 2020 here. We had a great run. 
let's give it a few years and build something for another great war. Run. So, so. Here, here's the concern I have. If this if this was the Yankees doing this, this is how I because I think the Red Sox are in a similar boat. Um, historically, this team has been one of the bigger spenders in the league, and they have the payroll. They've always had financial advantages over a lot of other teams. Is th- does this worry you as a Red Sox fan, knowing that Bloom is coming in and doing this, thinking that he's still in Tampa? Because I understand this was a unique situation where Mookie Betts said he would not sign long-term with the Red Sox for the price they offered him. But moving forward, to your point, they have three guys they can build around now with Verdugo, Devers, and Bogarts. But they still have no pitching. They're still in that weird area of competitive, but also rebooting. This would kind of worry me if I'm a fan, because if the Yankees did this, it's you're not waving the white flag, but you're also not signifying next steps. Because the Red Sox are in a unique position as a franchise where historically they've been able to spend. Ha- having done that with Bloom there, does I'm I think Bloom's a good I think he has a strong track record. I'm I'm just saying as a Red Sox in Boston because we can speak about this thinking in the right terms of they're building, they're rebuilding, however you want to phrase it. But there's a lot of idiots in Boston and New York in general these big market teams where they expect championships. So how far back does this put them? Yeah, and here's here's my thing, dude. I don't think you need to spend the top three most money in baseball to bring a championship to your city. Um, you know, uh, I've seen the Rays over the past few years, because I've been here, um, one of the lowest pay rules and build a successful team by raising young hungry athletes and making some good deals along the way um and and putting together a a winning playoff team and you know we'll see what happens this year but i still think they have those pieces in place to do that um and because of that i'm okay with it I, i don't like how they come and spend and throw millions of dollars at the top free agents just to come in and lose I mean, no, 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 no. I, mean, I, I understand that, but to counter that, success with Tampa Bay is a lot different than success with Boston. I think Tampa Bay is satisfied, and not to say they're satisfied, but I think Tampa Bay has an easier time selling knowing that they're competitive and that they're in the thick of it. If you're Boston, they're expected to win. So that's the issue now. You have to, if you're Bloom, you have to... Go up to that podium in the next couple of days and say, "This is why we did it, and this is the plan to get back." And it has to be no less than three years, in my mind. Yeah, and I think they will be back in two or three years. Um, again, they have some veterans who have World Series experience. That's cool. But now they got to breed a couple of these younger kids, and it might take a year or two. That's all. I mean, I don't. You know, again, what you know. So you want, as a Yankee fan, you expect that roster to lead you to believe every March that they have a chance to win the World Series. But yeah. they never do. I mean, well, they I wouldn't say never. But I think, that, I think that's the expectation in Boston, Not though. never. Of course, you expect. And trust me, I expect them to compete. I don't think they're going to put up 50, 60 wins. I mean, they're going to be around maybe a 500 ball club, um, you know, give or take. But again, I, it's a... I understood the roster is a little bit old when you look at it. And by, I don't mean old age wise. I mean, old, like, all right, we've been together for the past, however many years, three, four, five years. Let's tweak some things here. 
you know, and, and see what we could do. Price, you got to get rid of Price. Mookie, you got to get rid of Mookie. Both guys that got rid of you had to get rid of. Price, just because he's later in his career, and we got to, I'd rather build up this young 21-year-old they just got from the Twins than have David Price this year, you know? So, again, it's going to be a year. It might be two years, but I, I'm not in panic mode. You know, I think they'll still be 500 or better. I think they'll be better than 500, but, again, do I... Like you said, I don't see them competing for a World Series this year. Um, and yes, I'm okay with that because I understand or I can see what their plan is. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I definitely see what you mean. I think it's interesting. Um, man, just a, oh, a wild, wild, wild evening of baseball. And uh, we still got, you know, a week till pitchers and catchers, boys. Oof, can't wait. Can't wait for these I'm batting excited. practice hats to just grace our TV screens, too. Man, I can. I can wait <laughs> all spring. I, I, The fact that I'm going to have to watch spring training games. Hats, man. I'm going to have to be watching these spring training games with these atrocities on the fucking lids, man. It's going to pain me watching the Yankees spring training with those fucking hats. Who's How do you think I'm going to feel about spring Indian training? spring training? Yeah, <sighs> man, I would love to. Uh, next year. There's always next year. Always next year. I'm going to make my That's- rounds. That's a staple in Cleveland. Uh, so, so you're in the Tampa area. Who, where are you, who are you going to see? I'll I'll go to a Yankee game because they're right there. Um, I'm going to go to Port Charlotte. I'm I'm trying to hit the Braves in Northport. They have a new uh, facility over there. Um, I always try to get to the Red Sox. It's probably one of the furthest. Um, the Phillies are in Clearwater. That's not far from me, so I'll definitely be there. My buddy works there. And also the Blue Jays are in Dunedin. They're opening a brand-new Re, uh, renovated facility um, and that's right north of Clearwater so I'll definitely be there as well uh, so that's off the top of my head the ones very that nice uh, real really really quick story uh, so we would always go down for college ball we'd go to take our spring trip to Tampa and we'd end up playing in like Clearwater area and the one night I'm chilling at the hotel and we caught me and my teammates just going to the hot tub and this guy sits down in the hot tub with us and we just start chatting up he's like what are you guys down here for We're like oh baseball He's like, who you guys? Who, oh, who you guys with? And we're like, oh, you know, Cleveland State. And he's like, oh, sick. I'm like, what about you? He goes, baseball. I'm like, sick. Who are you with? And he goes, the Yankees. I'm like, no cool, <laughs> cool. So we just started talking shop. He ended up being this fucking single A guy, and uh, ended up getting absolutely lit up that year. But I was, just, it was just so funny. Just like, who, who are you yeah, with? That's awesome. The Yankees. Ah, oh, might have heard of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a small team out of New York. <laughs> Um, also, just the, the 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 best way to close the show today. Uh, Boston University women's hockey tweeted uh, after the second period of their game against Boston College, "quote We didn't score in that period, but we le- at least we didn't trade away our best player." There you go. So with that, thank you for listening to Gap to Gap. I'm Tommy. He's seven. He's Maddie P. Till next time, we'll see you next week. See ya. She- Came to this island from the